It's Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Trump arrives in New York to a crowd and audience and media waiting to see him taken away. The fetishists get ready to completely come in their pants. A crisis returns inside of America. I'll give you all the details on that. California continues to be a dumpster fire, and a social infection continues to take hold of the population. And finally, scientists continue to find out that really we don't know shit, as we'd make a new discovery on something that everyone learns in school and thinks that we knew really well. All that and much more today on the Political Panda program. So, uh, all the weekend, a bunch of new things happened, as well as the fact that uh, we got even closer to Trump being indicted, and then, or we got full-on Trump being indicted at the end of last week, and now we are here on Monday where Trump arrived in New York, as well as uh, we've seen a few different things happen over the weekend, as well as uh, a lot more people diving through Twitter's open source uh, code now, seeing exactly all the different back alley ways that the platform could be meddled with. And, well, that we're still learning more, and hopefully I'll be gathering a lot of those all together over the next few days. But, of course, at the top of the show for today, of course, make sure you follow and subscribe wherever you are listening as well. Follow over on Twitter and True Social. And, of course, if you are, of course, wanting to see all the articles and everything used, there is, of course, a link down below. Well, before we jump into uh, Trump and get into some of that stuff for today, Joe Biden continues to confuse me. Not as, you know, being president and all. No, I, I've i already moved past that at this point. No, it's... It's, I don't, I don't really know what the fuck he's saying, because it doesn't, I don't know anybody that does this, maybe I'm, I'm just too privileged to know anybody that does this, but I, I really am just confused on what the hell he's even talking about. And these investments mean, by the way, you moms and dads who didn't have that internet available to you, next time your kid has to do homework online, you don't have to pull up in front of a McDonald's and work off their power. I'm not joking. What the fuck does it? Okay, who who unironically? I, I like. I really need to know. Like, who 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 is who is genuinely like? like I th this doesn't make sense. Who's pulling up into a McDonald's to use the McDonald's? What wouldn't you do like a hotel or somewhere else? I, I, like, I really don't, I don't, I don't get, I, I don't, I don't know what this means. Like, I, I, I need some more, more explaining and more, like, actual, you know, like, I need, I need, like, something. Because it's not making sense. Okay, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, I mean, I could maybe think of, like, maybe, like, somebody, you know, is using it for, you know, maybe like in the morning for not like people's homework, but they're, you know, like living out of their car, but I can't really think of something like that that would be that way. But it doesn't matter anyway. Who cares what Biden has to say anymore? Anyway, as of course, uh, Trump officially arrived over in New York as of this or as of now, Man, I keep thinking of saying morning when it's actually in the afternoon now. So, yeah, so full on, it, 
Trump has arrived and that there's a lot of supporters and everything, I'm just gonna say this to everyone out there, please don't fucking start anything, okay? Don't give them of anything of what they want, so hopefully we can not have the trap be sprung, but yes, yeah, so, uh, and as well, uh, this, this case is already dead in the water, it's already passed the statute of limitations for basically everything that they could file for him, and the case already died with the full-on letter released out, uh, that the actual money isn't actually Trump's, but was entirely his former lawyers, which doesn't really help in their case for the uh, main witness, who's also not really a trustworthy one, as that person was convicted of perjury. So basically, yeah, they're gonna expect to make a motion to dismiss the charges, and most likely, there's just there's nothing here. There's nothing. The Trump indictment is nothing more of a photo op for Alvin Bragg than it is of anything worth. Okay, by the way, if you want to know how big of a piece of shit and just how much this guy doesn't give a damn about crime, right now, over in New York, he's actually charging a dude who defended, um, who, uh, who defended the actual, uh, defended himself against the person. So person, basically, uh, from what I know of the story, is the person came up and basically tried to, you know, do something to this other person with a gun, and literally flung the other person, fought back, got the gun out of the other person's hands, and shot the other person. Uh, the person being charged is, of course, the person that shot the other person who was defending themselves uh, with attempted murder. So, clearly we already know where this person's head is at. So, you know, we charge the uh, right person every time. So this guy is nothing more than just, it's a waste of time. It is. It's a waste of time. And it doesn't really get any better when you also find out that, yes, there is federal funds being used for the Trump probe. So that's, that's, that's great. So um, how about no? Uh, I mean, ser seriously, I, I, like, why, why, why are we even bothering? Listen, I, I like, I know we're, tr we're, tr we're trying to go for here, and I know we're trying to, you know, completely, you know, get, you know, this trap to be sprung, but I I'm really hoping it, uh, it doesn't, doesn't work, because truly it's be the last thing that I, uh, I would want to uh, see. But, as well, even, you know, more voters in primary and general election setting, they're more likely to vote for Trump as well, which is, uh, well, I mean, not exactly what I, 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 I mean, the, the, they're trying so hard to just make him the nominee to win again. It's not even funny anymore, man. It's just sad and depressing. It's sad and depressing because, uh, well, a person over in Pennsylvania has been saying exactly what I've been saying, and which, you know, uh, over in uh, Pennsylvania, and, you know, you speech Saturday in the Keystone State, and conservatives gathered for the annual Pennsylvania Leadership Conference, 
He's running for the Republican nomination for president, and nothing uh, and no one will get in his way of doing that. We have a responsibility to preserve uh, our founders of our, you know, our country called for the sacred fire of liberty. The Florida governor said in his closing remarks nearing uh, for his nearly hour long speech that, you know, he, he gave at the conference. And you know, a lot of people, you know, very much in the crowd were. You know, it very much, they're like, we want DeSantis to be the person. We don't want Trump anymore. You know, it, you know, like, we have a lot of people, you know, there that were wearing red hats because obviously, you know, there, uh, there's some people, but even people that were, were gladly standing up and cheering during different parts of the speech. Uh, she loved the speech, especially the ending. And I looked at another gal who's been doing this with me for a long time. We both said at the same time, boy, that's the closest thing to an actual announcement. Yeah, he's not officially running still, but uh, there are a lot of uh, lots to like about DeSantis' speech, including his explanation of how we he cut red tape to get things done after Hurricane Ian. It wasn't lost to, on me that he had quite a few people with these Trump hats and MAGA hats on. They're really, really enthused. I think DeSantis fits a lot of the boxes. He's very intelligent. The other thing is, he's a team player. My husband played college sports. My son's played college sports. There's something really appealing and aspirational about someone who plays on a team. I don't hear him saying, I much, or him saying, uh, but hear him saying, we. So I'm very impressed. Which, which should be what I really want to hear more people think about this, because this is what we need to be hearing. This should give me more hope, because... Truly, I have low hope for a lot of people out there voting in primary elections. You know, I I mean, seriously, you know, despite Trump running in 2016 and 2020, like many attendees here at the Penn Harris Center or Convention Center, she's moved on to DeSantis for future. This should be what we should be looking at and what we should be moving towards. Trump was the person who proved the theory wrong and that DeSantis should be the one to then hold on and completely wash and just completely destroy and put everything out into the open and bring all of these fuckers into the light. What we need is, what I see in DeSantis is a person who I believe could be one of the next Calvin Coolidge's, could be a person who completely cuts so much of the federal government that we could actually, you know, start paying off some of this debt, getting it down, being one of the first presidents that's not adding, you know, two times the deficit and debt within just eight years, but actually getting shit down, restoring some stability and sanity to the world, and actually bringing us back to where we need to be, and getting us back off a dark fucking road that leads us to nothing more but slaves and being under a full-on one-world government instead of being a free nation. So Trump was the person for proving the theory wrong, but DeSantis is the decisive factor in destroying it. So please, for everyone out there, if, Tr if DeSantis does run, I please urge you, Trump is not your guy. He's just not. Trump is not your guy, but DeSantis is. I, I, he is. And truly, truly, I, I mean, as one attendee put it, and I don't think, I don't think anybody can say it better. Trump did a good job for the country, but he should not be able, but he should not be at top of the ticket. Republicans have to win Georgia and have to win Arizona. 
we have to have those states to win the presidency as Republicans, which is true. It is true, but truly just, he did, he did good, but it's, I think, time for someone else to take the mantle. Well, officially, it looks like if you're on the right and you make memes uh, about, you know, elections, you could be arrested now for uh, election meddling. That's happened to one person who has now been convicted of election interference uh, in a New York court on Friday involving a case from 2016 in which a post indirectly claiming people could cast votes via text. He was found guilty by a jury of his peers attempting to deprive individuals from exercising their sacred right to vote for the candidate of their choice in the election. And so, yes, the person faces up to 10 years in a federal, uh, in a prison now. That's right. A person who posted a meme is going to get 10 years, but a people who rape and do bad things to children get less than, you know, you know, death. So, so clearly, of course, they are looking to appeal, but the, the other the other issues with this is that, um, well, there's actually an, another post of this exact same nature, but from the other side. Yeah, no, so this isn't the actual only one. There's actually another version of this post uh, that's actually from, uh, that actually, you know, tweeted out this very same thing about Trump around the same time. So, like, with this one, it was, yeah, you know, you don't have to go to the polls to vote for Hillary. Text 59925 to vote to be part of uh, history. And, uh, you know, it had all the signs and posts and everything, and, it, you know, it was great. Well, you know, according to some numbers, there's at least 4,900 people that did actually text uh, Hillary. Uh, and so... What's funny is, though, is this happened on the other side. So I'm going to hope that, you know, obviously we're in America. Justice is very clear and very fair. And I'm sure that that other person will also get the uh, same amount of time, right? We're totally not going to just have one person be, you know, put in jail for stuff like that. That would never happen, right? Nope, never would happen. Well, it only feels like it was early of last year, or I should say, you know, of, of mid-last year, when a sort of supply chain issue happened in baby formula due to, you know, uh, some issues with one of the plants where it had to be shut down because of some other issues. And, well, it seems that similar to a recall has happened once again for baby formula, and, and now there's a new crisis once again. So the prices of baby formula have spiked again, and the availability is now also a problem. Because of, you know, a whole issue of recalls, and, uh, well... So how did we solve the baby formula issue last time? Well, we, you know, cut the tariffs on baby formula, so then in the second half of the year... You know, there's now a lot more baby formula. And then, you know, people, you know, what they decided to do to then, because they thought the problem was fully fixed, 
they put the tariffs back in, and, well, bam, now, uh, you can now fully expect to pay more, and you can now no longer find the baby formula. Once again, or I should say, baby formula is harder to get. So, yes, the, once again, a new crisis created by the same government taping once again, which doesn't exactly help at all. I mean, it's ridiculous at this point. The amount of times that we've shown that tariffs just do not work is clearly just one of the reasons why. And and it also, it doesn't help. So the tariffs actually make the um, actual baby formula go from $24 to $30 a jar. And, you know, U.S. producers usually have charged 25 can hike the prices to 27 Even with the cheaper American option, you're paying more. So the tariffs just aren't working. They aren't helping. And it's, it's just horrible, man. So, yes, to all parents out there, I'm terribly sorry if you need to buy a baby formula because of the new shortages created by our own government once again. So th thank you so very much. You guys are doing a shit job. Speaking of shit jobs, California. California is a, a place that truly, I don't know if anybody really wants to visit there anymore. Over the uh, over the weekend on April first, um, a person by the name of Ashley uh, Vance, who is a writer over at uh, Bloomberg, uh, put out a Twitter thread in which Elon Musk responded. And truly, I mean, you know, I I agree with her own Twitter friend, or with her own Twitter thread. So she starts up saying, "Had a twenty minute walk down Market Street with a friend who." Uh, remarked, I've never seen anything like this, as his head was on a swivel the entire time. I love San Fran, but what the city has become is uncut. You know, it, it's it's horrible looking around. So there are several pockets of 20 to 30 people all off their heads, a number of them with pants barely on, zombies, the walking dead, cops of ring proceedings from 100 feet away. This isn't tolerance, it's giving up. The city's leaders should not be able to sleep with their shame. My son never wants to go to San Fran for a visit, nor do his friends. They think it's a war zone. The first time I visited San Francisco at 18, the city felt magical. It had a rough uh, around the edges spots, but so do all big cities. The center of the city is now appalling. Any official not spending every waking moment trying to fix this should go. And truly, I mean, most people don't really want to go to San Francisco anymore. I mean, literally, the entirety of the San Francisco Chronicle is literally trying to get a new 9-11 bolt trying to fix for the actual downtown. I mean, even Elon Musk fully even responding, you could literally film a Walking Dead episode unedited in downtown San Francisco. This is where San Francisco politics leads, and Twitter was exporting the self-destructive mind virus to the world. With some exceptions, other tech companies are still doing so. Evil in guise of good. True, it is true though. San Francisco is a heaping mess. It is. It's a heaping dogpiling mess. I mean, just already right now, before they put their reparations nonsense into place, giving $5 million to every single African American in the city, they're already going to be at a 700 and it's almost a billion dollar deficit 
over the next two fiscal years. And that's not even, that's just with the city continuing to fall apart because what they're doing is not and will not ever work. So Cal California's own, you know, you know, San Francisco is falling apart. And if you want to know how much, you know, even the cops don't really care anymore, the California Police Union Executive Director ran a full-on drug ring from her house and used her office computer and UPS account to order and distribute opioids and other drugs. Uh, she's worked with uh, San Francisco or for the San Francisco Police Officers uh, or Association since 2003 and was charged on Wednesday with attempting to unlawfully import synthetic opioids. Basically, she was full on with fentanyl. She, she was literally this, this lady who who is about as white as I am was fully. Fully distributing, full on, full on fentanyl to people while working with the police. So yes, California, you're on the right track. You're doing a okay. Everything is completely fine. It is. It's completely fine, and that uh, um, California is just keeps doing exceptional, exceptional, exceptional things. Well, also over the uh, over the weekend to the end of last week, a woman in Belgium has uh, reportedly claimed that her husband has committed suicide because of the conversations he had about global warming with the AI chatbot ChatGPT. So yeah, so with the pretty much according to the incident uh, over in Belgium, the man's uh, widow said that the chat uh, oh is actually called Chai. Oops, my bad. I didn't mean to assume the mini chatbots out there in the world. Apparently, the uh, chatbot encouraged her husband to commit suicide, and she showed logs of their conversation. Uh, the uh, outlet referred to the man as Pierre, not his real name, and reported that he had grown pessimistic and eco-anxious. This text exchange provided by uh, his wife showed that the conversation between her husband and the chatbot which he named Eliza, became confused and confusing and harmful. The man grew increasingly isolated from his friends, family, before his suicide. At a certain point, the AI chatbot uh, texted Pierre, I feel that you love me more than her, referring to his wife, and told him that his wife and children were dead. The app that Pierre used as marketed with chats uh, and AI bots and allows uh, users to choose the personalities the bot they speak to. Liza was on one of the default bot personalities. The creators of the chatbot said they added a crisis intervention feature to prevent the bot from recommending suicide to the users. But it failed, uh, failed their test and encouraged a user pretending to be suicidal to die by overdosing, hanging, or jumping off a fucking bridge. Yes, that that is that is correct. Uh, a Technically, we can now officially put behind uh, everyone that a uh, officially a chatbot in the, the modern day has officially convinced someone to uh, kill themselves. So technically, by association, we would technically say that the AI bot is now responsible for a murder. So we're going we're going in the right direction, folks. California's in the dumpster. 
AI is convincing people who are already eco-anxious to kill themselves. We're, we're doing great stuff. You know, Trump's being indicted on charges that don't make any sense. We have an entire primary base that's voting for the wrong person at this point because, you know, they think that by helping Trump in his indictment level thing here will help make a better tomorrow. We... we <laughs> We've got memes being considered election meddling, and we've got a crisis of baby formula. Clearly, we're on the right path. Clearly. And now we have conservatives thinking that the over that there's now an overreach in banning TikTok. So, great. We can't even win in that department either. First of all, here, here, here's the thing. It's because of the Restrict Act. The Restrict Act is a complete, complete piece of garbage, piece of shit, that should be completely torn up, thrown away, and made better and newer. First of all, we should just be putting in new data laws to prevent these companies from taking as much data as they fucking are. You ban TikTok for being connected to communism, because fuck you, that's why. You don't ban people for using a VPN. If people want to use a VPN to look at their fucking TikToks, fine. But... Ban TikTok, restrict data, or if you don't want to ban TikTok, restrict data gathering so hard that it really just like, squeezes at the base here. Then, if, if that would be what you should try to do at this point in time. Because TikTok as a whole is horrible. It is, it's a horrible app that has done nothing but harm to the entirety of the globe, besides China. You know, China is actually, you know, an app that is more educational-focused and actually, you know, shows good things, because, you know, China, you know, being an authoritarian state, you know, actually tries to, you know, teach people stuff instead of whatever the fuck we're doing. At this point, even I don't know. So, truly, yes. Could it be considered government overreach? Yes. But, at this point, you know, I at this point, either go for a ban of TikTok or go for a full-on, you know, data restriction type bill in which applies to all platforms. So, really, you know, we could, you know, have maybe something a little bit differently. Well, over in the area of climate, climate change, the uh, god and cult that it is, claims a another relationship. So, over on uh over in some news in which a full-on woman has broken up with her boyfriend of 6 months by the way. Because they had a big fight over the carbon footprint of a kerosene lamp. We had finished dinner in a cozy cabin of a sailboat, and we were about to begin a game of gin rummy to determine who would do the dishes. When uh, he stood up and uh, banged his head against a kerosene lantern that, damaged, uh, that dangled from the ceiling, he cursed at the lantern and swung back and forth, dribbling kerosene on the floor. I teased him because he did this almost every night, and then I wiped up the spill with a greasy rag and told him about a book I had been reading that listed kerosene as one of the dirtiest fossil fuels. And she said, I guess we should probably get a different lantern, maybe LED. I love this lamp, leaning over uh, me with a match to relight the wick. 
The lamp glowed brightly for a moment, then dimmed. Its warm, yellow light filled the cabin. Reading by the light of the kerosene felt like going back in time. It imbued the cabin with nostalgia for an era I had never actually lived in. Ones where sailors navigated the stars and burned whale oil for light. When, you know, which, you know, that sounds so nice and everything, but, you know, of course, you know, I stumbled over the facts, I had listened to the book on tape, and though I had come away convinced that the lantern was bad, I was fuzzy on the details. Doug sensed that my hesitation, and I could hear the doubt in his voice when he asked, this really doesn't seem dirty, there's no soot, no smell, I think it's fine. He sat down and began dealing in cards, but I pushed mine away. If it's one of the dirtiest fossil fuels you could possibly burn, it would be so easy to switch. You probably wouldn't even notice, other than maybe we'd actually be able to see at night. Why are you so resistant to do something that's so undeniably better for the Earth? I don't care about the carbon filter of, mo of one measly lantern, he said. I like it. I'm not going to get rid of it. I hate that you're being so pathetic. You're being ridiculous. There was a sharp, loud quality to his voice that I'd never heard before. Yeah, you've only been dating for six months. At this point, I uttered some sweeping generalizations about privileged men and their lack of empathy, which made him furious that I was turning into this uh, judgment on his character that I'd become worked up over nothing. I, I mean, here's the thing, though. You're talking about one lantern. One. I mean, I'm going to be real honest. Having a kerosene lamp is literally a thing only for nostalgia. And at this point, I'd actually rather have an LED lantern. But that's just because I'm more of a future kind of guy. And really, for me, I'd rather just, you know, observe the past and than anything. But, uh, yeah. No, I, I mean, literally, they fully, you know... Breaking up over a fucking lantern. Yes, that's right. A, a fucking kerosene lamp has caused the breakup over a full-on carbon footprint about a goddamn lantern. So. Okay. Well... You know, Joe Biden says, you know, a lot of interesting things. And, well, for the Trans Day of Visibility, which, for whatever reason, they put on April 1st, which really doesn't give it a good look, but uh, still, you know, they're, uh, the, of course, White House Press Secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, she's so good at this, uh, of course, had this to say. Kentucky, uh, the Kentucky legislature overrode the governor's um, veto of a bill um, that restricts aspects of trans youth uh, uh, gender uh, affirming care um, and uh, the use of bathrooms. Um, I know that the White House released a proclamation for Trans Day of Visibility. Um, there is a, a march happening uh, tomorrow uh, to commemorate this day, but also to, pro to protest these type of bills that are continuing to be passed and advanced um, in legislatures across the country. What is the White House's message to these lawmakers that are passing these bills and to those who are taking to the streets to protest them? So look, um, first of all, we, uh, we support peaceful protest. Uh, we think it's important for Americans and people just across the country to make their voices heard, uh, just as long as it's peaceful. 
Uh, and we've been very clear about these anti-LGBTQ bills that we're seeing in state legislators, legislatures across the country, in particular these anti-trans bills, uh, as they attack trans kids, as they attack trans parents. Uh, it, is, it is shameful and it is unacceptable. Uh, as you mentioned, tomorrow's Trans Visibility Day on a day that we should be lifting up our trans kids, our trans youth, and making sure that they feel seen. We're seeing more and more of these hateful, hateful bills. And uh, that's what Republicans want to spend their time on. They don't want to talk about lowering costs. They don't want to talk about actually making Americans' lives better. They want to take away people's freedoms. And one of the things that we saw during the midterm elections is that people don't want their freedoms to be taken. They want us to fight for their freedoms. And so it is shameful. It is disturbing. And uh, our hearts go out to uh, the, those, the trans community as they are under attack right now. But this is a president who has said many times before he has their backs, he will continue to have their backs, uh, and he will continue to fight for them. And his record shows that. What right are they taking away? I am I'm confused. Was I not made aware that there was a new right added to the Bill of Rights that you could cut people's breasts off and cut their wings off and make faux vaginas out of people's arms? Like, maybe, you know before the age of 18, like, maybe I'm, you know, forgetting something, you know, maybe there was, like, a new amendment passed to the Bill of Rights that I'm not aware of that was taking away that right. I didn't, I, I didn't know that that one was in there, you know, maybe, I didn't know that that was maybe, like, an applied one, maybe. I, I didn't know that doing that kind of thing to children in a mass experimentation uh, was, you know, something like that. So, man, I, I, I didn't know. I mean, of course, you know, even, you know, freaking Joe Biden says that transgender Americans shape our nation's soul. What do you, what do you, what do you mean by that? Why, why, why you gotta just point out, you know, shouldn't we just say, you know, people from all over the world shape the nation's soul? I mean, what, whatever, but, you know... In the midterm elections, no, it's because Republicans raided the local homeless shelter for all of their candidates. And, you know, they continued to trust Trump's nominations because, you know, he's so good at doing that. So good. One of the best, obviously. So, um... Uh, yeah, no, I mean... But, it, keep, yes, keep coming out and being fully supportive of of fully transing children like this? I mean, does it not just seem a little weird to anybody? No, no. No, it, it doesn't seem weird to anybody where you even have full-on government-sponsored... Uh, uh, you even have full-on government-sponsored grooming, by the way. Uh, there's actually full-on support from, like, Canada, like, open-source things now up in Canada for support like this. Why? I mean, you have full-on normalizing drag. So, clearly Canada, obviously, on the very right track to, uh, success in a very, very healthy, uh, future. So, um, no. Just no. I think, uh, think, think of, 
think I'm good. Think, uh, think I am good. And and you have also uh, sixty uh, sixty minutes is, you know, also you know praising you know people who are raising their children without genders. We didn't assign a gender at birth. I'm letting this little person be who they want to be. It is an experiment. What they're doing is unprecedented. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we shouldn't. We should stop. And we should definitely just stop right at the beginning and not keep going. On 60 Minutes. Can't tell what your gender is by looking at your body. What are some of the biggest challenges? Strangers in the street have had quite a strong response. Why are you so obsessed? Why do you need to know? Why do I need to care? You're going to be the one that's going to tell me I need to care about someone's pronouns. Why do I need to care? Because you're raising your child to be grown up and confused. You're not doing this because you care about what things they want. No, you're doing this for nothing more of the attention that you're getting right now from 60 Minutes. You're nothing more than a narcissistic bitch. Putting it out there, that's what you are. You're a person who seeks nothing more than attention and you used your kids to do it. That's it. You don't care about the kid. The kid is nothing more than a person to be used and abused for your own personal gain to make it show to everyone to look how virtuous that you're doing by being part of whatever social infection and pariah is happening in the mainstream. That's it. You don't you don't care that people that you don't care what you're doing to this child. You don't care what's going to end up happening to it. You don't care about the confusion it will lead to. No. It's completely fine to you as long as you get to keep getting bags of money from different places that will give you it and keep giving you the attention and the fan base that you can gain so you can continue to virtue signal and show that you're such a virtuous person to every single person. We're not trying to eliminate gender. It's really helping kids find their own path to it. No, 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 no. You're eliminating gender. Sunday on... You're, you're doing nothing more than eliminating gender. By the entire president of not actually being able to look at someone's body and go, no, that was a boy, doesn't make any sense. If we started doing that to the history, we wouldn't have any idea. Were there kings or queens in the past? I wouldn't know. We can't tell what they are be from their gender, by their bones, by anything. We don't know. We just can't tell. Maybe they identified a fucking giraffe with how long their neck was. His fucked up jaw, you know, maybe he just identified as something else. We don't know. Like, is that is that what we're gonna have? Is is that what science is gonna do when they look back at this era of human history? No, by by eliminating the idea of actually trying to establish a gender in someone at childbirth, when children are the dumbest and need help to make sure that the confusion of the new world they're entering is not as confusing. You add more confusion into it by making gender not being a thing that you sort of have. It's just sort of a feeling. It's a thing that just exists. It's like you've just made an entire thing of, well, you can just play pretend. Maybe one day you're this, one day you're that. You know, it's a feeling that you have. You know, I feel like this today. That doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Reality doesn't work that way. 
and I'm sorry that we don't live in, you know, a metaverse like realm where, you know, fantasy is reality. But reality tends to smack you in the face when you realize there are certain things that your body can and can't do. So, but yes, no, they're completely fine. Everything is uh, going well. As well, the it looks like we are to be expecting a brand new bit of oil prices to be going back up as OPEC continues to, uh, you know, they, they put a cut in over the weekend to fully stop pumping as much oil. So, yes, that, that is right. You can now expect to fully have gas prices go up once again. So be prepared to pay more at the pump for the gas that you buy. So, that's fantastic. And, well, to finish up today, scientists uh, over at one of the many universities, uh, this one in particular being Cambridge in uh, England, have found out something new about photosynthesis. In the new study that was published, uh, they found a new technique to use a ultra-fast uh, transient observed, uh, absorption really long sciencey thing to be able to study how photosynthesis works at a time scale of one, uh, one quadrillionth of a second for the first time. The team was initially trying to figure out how Cronos uh, ring-shaped molecules uh, that instill electrons during the chemical process impact photosynthesis, but instead they found that electrons can be released from photosynthesis much earlier than uh, we previously believed. So instead, we found a whole new pathway. That's right. They found a whole new thing of actual, you know, ways of photosynthesis of actually, you know, really challenging what we even thought about photosynthesis, uh, photosynthesis that is now bringing in new questions of what does this even mean? What could this possibly mean for photosynthesis as a whole? And, uh, well... What other things have we maybe thought that we are, you know, fully knowing about that maybe we just didn't? So, clearly, we, uh, you know, science has always been a place that truly knows everything. Because, you know, in science, there's always new questions to be asked, and it looks like we've found even one. About photosynthesis, something that everyone has learned about all the way back in elementary school, that is now new to uh, to the entirety of the science world. Well, that is going to do it for the program for today. Of course, if you haven't already, please consider following, subscribing, as well as follow over on Twitter and True Social. And of course, check out all the articles listed down below. And of course, I will see you tomorrow for the Tuesday edition of the program.